The Youthscape Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Youthscape Podcast with me, Martin Saunders. That was so disconcerting. And with me, Rachel Gardner. And for those that are listening just through their luggles, normally you look at me when you when you say it. And Sorry. today you go to the camera. Yeah, it was quite passive aggressive, wasn't it? it? Was I, I like passive to talk aggressive. to an imaginary camera when I'm, <laughs> when I'm cross with Rachel. But actually, this is a real camera this time, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Do you, so, want, do you want to paint the scene, Martin? Well, yes. So we are, if you are listening to this, if you're watching this, we're describing what you can see. So that's not very interesting. No, but if you're listening to this, uh, we are filming today. We are going to film this whole episode. And so uh, we are in a different location. We are downstairs in the basement of Butte Mills. I think there's something psychologically quite distressing that I've had to deal with today. Because normally I get in at the lift at the bottom. Anyone who's been to Utah, we've got this lovely lift. And I normally press... Number two, I'm going up. I'm going up, Martin. Yeah. I'm going to see my friends on the second floor, and then I climb the final flight of stairs mm. up to the recording studio. Today, I got in the lift, went up, and then was told I have to go to the lower ground. Yeah. So I went down into the belly of Fusco. Yeah. You know what that is? That's a sign that your career has peaked. <laughs> and now... Now it's only down. Only weighs down, baby. Right. Yeah. So we, are, but it's nice because uh, lovely producer Amy has got us croissants and coffee. Yeah, but we're not allowed to have them on the no, table. No, that's right. So we had to eat them quickly because film producer James doesn't want any extra noise. Yes, we've got a crew we've today. Got a crew. It's very exciting. We have uh, we have uh, producer Amy, who've, who's now uh, oh, she's graduated from being trainee yes. Amy. Yeah, and she's now full. She's beautiful. Producer Amy, and then we also have uh, we have. Producer, t- TV, film, film producer. Film producer, James. James, who's, yeah. who's on the camera right now. I don't know how you can... Can you wave or something? Look, there he it's is, look. There he, of course, he, if you were listening to that... That you, was just his hand. That was, that was that made no sound at all. The holy hand. Yeah. And then someone is just wandering around the building. I'm going to call him Button Pusher Matt, because I think he just presses a button. <laughs> wow. Matt, way to elevate you and encourage wow. you. Matt, we love you. Are you like, uh, what's the name of like the, the person that holds that thing? Um, the Clapper loader. Clapper loader. Gaffer. Gaffer. Best That's boy. Best, best boy. boy. Best boy, Matt. Wow. Brilliant. That is, <gasps> that is oh, extremely condescending. Extraordinary. Anyway. That's very, very you. <laughs> you have tuned in to the Youthscape podcast where we like to bring to you the good and the great of the youth ministry world. People that are innovating stuff, people mm. that have got new ideas, maybe they are renewing old ideas, people that have been in youth ministry for a long time, people that are brand new to the tribe. And uh, before you have that, though, you have to wade. And I'm saying you have to wade through me and Martin because yeah. we, between the, these interview dates, we don't spend a lot of time chatting. Oh, so we have to catch we up. Talk, we, we do. We talk daily. Actually, we do. <laughs> I think it's nice. And I say, uh, Martin, it's a daily phone call. Yeah, it's nice to create chat, the yes. illusion that we're friends in real yeah, life. because you are my line manager. That's why we have to chat with you. Okay. But anyway. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You are you are cranky when you have to get up at half past four. I'm not. This is all. It's all brought with love. You drove down this morning yeah, from sunny Preston. I did. It's Preston. Which you is you haven't mentioned for I've a, not, a while. I've not moved. <laughs> Preston is moving. I'm sure it's a cheeky city. I'm sure it moves yeah. ten miles north yeah. every day. Yeah. Every day. So how long did it take you to get from Preston about to seven Luton? hours? No, I left at about <laughs> quarter to five, and I got here about nine. Oh, that's not too. No, bad. it's not too bad actually. And you're all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this I've morning. I've got bright red lipstick on because I'm ready for the day. And you came in wearing... Bright, can you go and get it? Where is well, it? Well, I'm, I'm wearing... Is she bright, allowed to go and get it? Jane, is she allowed to go and get it? She's lipstick. nodding. Right, and go I'm, and get the thing. There we go. Thank oh. you, thank you, Gaffer. Thank no, you. stop it. So, so Look I'm, at this. So it's a bright red lipstick, bright orange puffer jacket, 
and then a pink and black animal skirt. Wow. People, I'm all about the colour mashup yeah. today. What do people think? Sorry again if you're only listening to this, but if there was ever an incentive to go and find the video version, uh, that was it. But what do people in Preston look at you a bit funny for the way that you dress? I think I think they. No, I don't think they do. I think they've got fashion all over it, but I think they do, and I quite like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying like they're not that. fashionable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. saying, do they look at you funny <laughs> for the way you dress? Well, I found a little shop that has, does like very, 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 very secondhand stuff. It's stuff that's slightly broken, and it's all the brands that I love. Ah. So I feel like I can be an ethical shopper nice. at less money yeah. and be slightly more outrageous. So very it's good. my sweet spot, really. Well, Martin, what are you wearing? Just so you're not just a I'm as female. ever, as ever, Brown, just wearing the same, gray, blue. the same bluey. Oh, dear, we will change that one day. Anyway, I've got. Do you know what? Just yes. before we get our guest yes. on, I wanted to get really innovative and into the, the, the depths of youth culture. Okay. I want to talk about what's really going on with the young people of 2020. Which was just, that's a very bad start, isn't And you it, know really? me. Yeah. I am absolutely... Finger on the pulse. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I tried to be cool with my, um, my kids the other day. Your and, actual uh, personal... With my own kids. Oh. Yeah, and my wife was in the car. And I was trying to impress my wife with my knowledge of... Um, of pop culture right and so we were talking about Bastille who are not a particularly youth band but they are at least a band that brought records out in the last records songs <laughs> out in the last 10 years right and so my wife said oh what Bastille what have they done and I said oh they did that one you know the big one um, that's produced by that that guy Marmalade and a <laughs> Turns out he's not called Marmalade. It's called Marshmallow. Oh, no! Yeah. So I... I oh, uh, even classic. Even when I do grasp just a little fragment of oh. what's really going on for young people oh, five years ago, I, I still can't get it right. So, um, so what, what makes you keep going back to that watering hole? I don't, but listen. Of a long so here we go. Because, because seriously, yes. if, you, if you talk to the young people right now, what's going on? Biggest TV show in the world right now. Do you know what it is? Love Island. Friends. Oh, no, it is. You're right. No, Friends. I didn't know that. Yes. Weird. And that, the funny yes. thing is, I'm an expert in that. So can we can we explore why that is? Yes. Because it's the same. It's, it's also reached Preston. What? Absolutely. They yeah. find it, but that's the, the first people. time round up there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to get into so trouble for that. You are going to get into trouble. So why? Is it recently back on Netflix? What is? So Netflix got the rights. So yeah. the rights have bounced around and okay. every few years somebody pays a ridiculous amount of money like um, Comedy Central paid millions and millions for oh, it. seriously? Different things. Now it's on Netflix mm -hmm. and because Netflix is, is, you know, what the kids are watching, yeah. uh, that is just, it's become the number one show. Vintage. Everywhere. And so Netflix have paid a mahoosive amount of money uh -huh. to have it. When they took it off, I think in the States, there was massive outcry that it had gone. And kids love it. And, and I think there's some interesting stuff going on there. One of the, I mean, it is still very funny. Mm, it is it's still, banter, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's lots of stuff. Old, yeah. But I think it's the fact that it's a little bit politically incorrect. Mm. And there's some stuff you're not allowed... Mm. You're not allowed to make jokes about a load of the stuff that they make jokes about in Friends now. Um, I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just think it's a reason why kids are watching it. Because it's suddenly become... Do you think it actually is a reason why they're watching edgy. it? It's become edgy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, there's jokes in Friends oh. that you would never get... I'm like gonna on ask, BBC Three I'm now. I'm going to ask him people because I've noticed they've watching it more, but I'm going to find out what the reasons are. But also, there's a whole merchandising thing has kicked off in a way that, like in my house, there's all this friends memorabilia. My daughter got up excruciatingly in church on Sunday and did the actions to a song wearing a t-shirt saying how you doing oh no yeah which <laughs> I wondered smelly cat I wonder whether some old ladies would, would have a problem with that um, 
uh, I don't know about smelly cat. Smelly cat. Pivot. Pivot has become mm, the big the big word. The big word. There's a, you yes. can go into certain shops. There are pivot T-shirts. Yes. There are pivot mugs. It's a big thing. I tell you what will never come back though. It's the Rachel hairstyle. So I remember about episodes. Uh, was it season three where she goes for the kind of and we all did it. I remember I being really at Bible geek, college. It's season two. Is it season two? Yeah. And I remember being at Bible college and getting that exact hair haircut. Did you? Which required heavy blow drying action. So wow. a lot of blow drying was required for that haircut. So I don't think that will come back. Wait a minute. Is that also when you changed your name to Rachel? Were you previously oh, like... I was Joey! You were pre- previously before that, you were Brenda Gardner. I was, and that's when I became Rachel. Oh, it's okay. Embrace it. If you're Brenda, be Brenda. But that is interesting, isn't it? That never before has, has the debate been so toxic around what you can and can't yeah. say and just the deep fear around offence. And, and yet there's a programme, as you say, which kind of gleefully... Yeah. Well, it doesn't even kind of just go hammer and tong because at the time didn't realise they were going hammer and tong. Well, I think they stuff. did. Friends, I think we've said this before on, the, before on the podcast, but Friends has a joke on every possible awful thing you can imagine. <laughs> there is nothing that Friends doesn't have Actually, a joke about. Actually, you would know that because you beat Phoebe Hill in the Friends I, in quiz. In the Office in Friends that, quiz, yeah. In, on the podcast. Oh, the podcast Friends quiz. We had a special uh, and, and so I think... Okay. I think that's one of the reasons why kids so are watching it. So is it good then? So, it, so actually, does this generation need that? Is that is that showing? Is it like a, a canary in the in the well yeah. that that things are so tense and tight and there's no room that if suddenly yeah. a generation are all charging to watch yeah. Friends, which yeah. in terms of fashion and cultural references yeah. are miles away from today, yeah. but is that is that what they need? Are they needing a space where oh, actually, all this stuff that I want to not that I want to say because I want to be bigoted or small-minded but because I just want to be relaxed enough to not have to second-guess myself yeah. but that really matters well mm. do you know what I don't know the answer to that what we really need oh, right now we need a young person is a teenager we need a teenager is there a teenager Tina is there a teenager because between us how many how many years are you and I clock up together between us uh, uh, we are mm, well like between the things I don't know how old you are Oh, you and I don't think you need to say that but you're, you're similar age I'm to me. You're never I am 40. You're not 43. I am. 43. But we're in our 80s, so well, we do us. need a teenager. We are sometimes, I think we come across like a couple in their 80s. Look. Oh! E- evidence that somebody has been sat here and been told to move over there until yeah. we invite them into the space yeah. to give it a little bit of drama. Oh. Should we invite him in? I'm suddenly thinking Hollywood now. I'm wondering whether James can. Can you zoom in on the um, on the glass of water and then can it, like, like Jurassic Park, have you like make prints, it, can like, you add like a, a ripple to it so it's like a T Rex is okay, coming look. over? Look, it's doing it. It's doing it. He Here was going to use special oh, sorry, effects sorry, for sorry, that. Sorry. <laughs> Should we get the actual actual yeah, young person? I mean, we are being so patronising a young person for a podcast that's about youth ministry. Yeah. Can I just put that out there? Yeah, yeah. He's, so he's sitting there. Do you know what? When we started, I saw him out of the corner of my eye. He was like, oh, this seems good. And then by by like a quarter of an hour in, he's like, what have I? What, what have I? I've got to put 5.30 for I this. know, for this. Joel, come with Hey, Joel. Hello. Joel, tell us, who are you? Hello, I'm Joel. <laughs> um, nice to meet you I... Intern for Kintsugi Hope. What's a chat a mental health charity in the UK? Fantastic. You're not my son, Joel. Should we just make no, it clear? I'm I mentioned, not your son. I've mentioned I have a son called Joel. I mean, I know the resemblance mm. is uncanny. <laughs> uncanny. Um, but in fact, put the glasses on. Let's just see. Oh dear, this could. This Hang could, on. Oh no. They're this, very dirty. Oh my goodness! I'm like, basically you. It's like oh, looking no. in a mirror. I think we found the next host of the YouTube wow. podcast. Yeah, I so always threaten look, we, we'll get on to talking about um, Kintsugi Hope uh, in a second. But 
the important question of the day mm. as the elderly have been discussing <laughs> elderly, it. Yes, we are. Uh, yeah. So, friends, have yeah. you been swept up in the wave of friends? I love it. You love it? I love it. So, I watched it, I think, last year. Mm. I watched all of the seasons. But I think it's sick. And for me, I was really upset though because I thought there was 11 series. But that was 10. So no. I got to the last episode and it's, a cl- it's like a cl- you don't know it's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then I go, play next, play next. And they're like, there's oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. So yeah, it was a heartbreaking end for me. But yeah. it was good. Did, you, did yeah. you lose interest towards that, that that final season where it does become much more about their domestic lives and where they're going to end up in the future? And it suddenly does get a little bit more serious and adult, mm. I think, like that yeah. final season. I liked it. You I really liked the different yeah. vibe of it. And from yeah. what you guys were saying about why teenagers yeah. like it, I think you're correct about how it's not politically correct anymore and people like that. Yeah. And also, for me anyway, the fashion side of things, I love because now that fashion's come back oh, in. Yeah, 90s is in. Yeah, it's in. Is in. So it's like, yeah. oh, this is really cool. Of course. So it feels like what your parents would look like if they were wearing the fashion that you're wearing now. I mean, if I just like destroyed mm. it for you. I know. My mum, <laughs> mum, I come downstairs, mum goes, I had that 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Oh, wow. that's interesting, isn't it? That little crop top there, mm-hmm. that little yeah. Rachel hairdo. Anyway, that's, that's so, I, I, so turns out that was a genuine youth culture insight. Mm. Young people really are. Look at you. I, well, Can't young people. a teenager. <laughs> when I took the glasses off <laughs> for a moment, if I didn't have the beard, <laughs> you, would have, uh, you would have thought. So, um, so, Joel, tell us about what you do for Kintsugi Hope and then we'll find out a bit more about you. Generally. Awesome. Yeah, of course. So I look after the youth and social media aspects of the charity. So we've created a 12-week course, what you do in your small groups, you do in churches. And it looks through loads of different areas of mental health. And it's a peer mentoring scheme where people discuss what you do and how you've coped with stuff. Because mm-hmm. we really want to just put out there how if you've got physical health, then you've got mental health. Mm-hmm. So we need to look after physical as much as we need to look after mental. Yeah. So we've created this course, what people do alongside their small groups, for example, mm-hmm. set up with a local church. And I look after the youth side of this all. Mm. So we've rewritten the course for a six-week course for youth. Right. So I look after that. Have okay. you rewritten into sort of youthy language? Youthy I know, language. I noticed you used yeah. the word sick earlier. Yeah. Does that appear in the course? <laughs> I'm not sure. I feel like it, it might do. Yeah. I love it, Joel, that you didn't even notice you used that word. Old man over here. Yeah. Like, Did he say sick? I'll write that down. I'll add that to my <laughs> marshmallow. Marmalade. Marmalade. <laughs> go home sick. sick. Yeah. Sick um, fam. Yeah, so I do that and then I look after the social media side of things. That is as well. amazing. Okay. And it's so, I think it's so cool that a guy is leading on this a man's leading on it um, I was listening to the radio recently <laughs> every time I open my mouth I sound about 90 years old as an um, old person as an I old person to I listen to the radio but Ben Stokes is he a cricketer Ben yes. Stokes so he recently <laughs> was talking about how his dad died a year ago and he had all this like pent up anger and, and sadness about it and and before the, the, the famous match where he did actually blow his top a bit and he's been fined loads for it but he said before um, he started these series of matches he talked to his friends he talked to the staff that he was working with about about his mental health, about how he felt. And he said two or three years ago, he wouldn't have done that. Mm. And I'm, I'm hearing a lot more... I know it's been happening for a while, but I'm hearing a lot more young guys in the public mm. eye talking about their mental health. So I, as someone who is much older, go, that's great. So mm. young people get to hear other young-ish people talk about it. Is that on teenagers' radar? Are they hearing these voices and going, great, that gives me permission? Or does it not really affect them in the same way what's your answer no I think it does connect because I think 
my generation and then the people younger than me, we've grown up in a time where our idols are influencers. The people we follow are social media influencers. Not footballers kind of, but now it's who's online, who's got a million followers. We follow those Can you name some? Just so, I noticed you pointed at me. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> so As Ma- you said. Martin, Martin. number one. Um, but like, for example... So models. Yeah, models, like musicians. So I think... Now, for us, it's like people like Harry Styles and Justin Bieber. We follow them. Yeah. And then in the social media realm, people will follow Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Yeah. People will follow those kinds of people. David Dobrik, for example. So we follow them. It's about what they're talking about. Mm. And I think when they're open about it, we mm. get open about it. Because something what I'm realising a lot more as I work with youth and as I look at my own mental health is our generation wants something more. We really, we're happy to have something more. We're open to it, but we've got to feel accepted and known before we look look at it. So when an influencer makes you feel accepted and makes you feel known, you're like, oh, okay, I can then talk about my feelings. And I think teenagers are only going to talk about their mental health if they're in a safe and supportive space. Wow. And, and the people who are actually influencers are using their influence mm. really well. Cynical question... Are, do you feel these influencers are, because of their age and stage of life, are actually like naturally using their platforms to do that? Or has there been a big campaign behind the scenes that said, right, actually, like, amazing charities like Mind mm. and, and like Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, like these people who are maybe mm. outside of who would inspire young people, but they've been sort of creating that, that backwash. You've got to be, that's the wrong word, isn't it? But kind of that landscape, you've got to be doing this. So what's your sense? Are, are we seeing more people naturally saying, I'm having a really tough day, I'm feeling depressed, that's okay. It's mm. okay to be okay, not to be okay. Or have you seen a big push behind it that's made that happen? So I think for me and for people who I know and looking at it all, I think it's people realising it's okay to be honest is the first thing. And the second thing with influencers and people like that, it's realising they've got a platform and realising most of the time they're the ones who are struggling the most with all this. They're struggling so much with mental health and struggling with anxiety, depression. They're struggling with this. So when they're open about it, it frees them up and it makes them do their job easier. Because if you're an influencer yourself is your brand mm. so if you're vulnerable and honest you can never be caught up in your brand because if you're true to yourself so I think we're looking at the stage of people going okay if this is my brand I need to be honest or I can't fake this for the next 5-10 years wow yeah. that makes sense now we talked about this uh, just before we mm. started filming and, uh, and and you were talking a bit about your own experience mm. of um, trying to become a sort of big league influencer mm. and through that you knew lots of those people mm. who have gone on to do that so uh, what's what did going through that experience teach you about uh, where people who are you know that whole quest for Instagram or YouTube fame yeah definitely so um bit of backstory I for most of my teenage years tried to be an influencer I tried to do YouTube I tried to be famous and that was my goal and I got to some people semi-famous to other people I wouldn't got famous at all and so I got in the circuit of doing a lot of meet and greets and going across the country and meeting fans and doing shows. And the thing what I realised about it all is you'll never get enough of it. Wow. If that makes sense. So yeah. my goal would be like, oh, sick, I want to go to an event and people want to take a photo of me. That's my goal. I'll do that. Mm. Only 100 people took a photo of me. Wow. A thousand, only 1,000 people. Like, it's that kind of thing. You're never going to have enough if you're yeah. seeking that. Yeah. And people are realising that. So I've been with people 
who are like on stage. Woo, this is amazing. Let's go. But backstage, they're struggling. Yeah. So can I can I ask you? And wow. you're being so incredibly honest. So you haven't got to answer this. But but what impact did that have on your mental health? So you're going hmm. and thinking, I want a thousand people to take a photo. Hmm. Only a hundred have. Hmm. So that's crushing, isn't it? If yeah. your goal is that, what impact? Yeah. Did that so have you? for me, it made my identity really hard for five years. And for five years, I had to go back and forth with God, going, "Okay, God, who who do you say I am?" And having to keep going back on a daily thing. And the way I put it to people was, people kind of get it, but don't unless you're in the circuit. Imagine going to work and you get paid by not how good your job is, not how good you are at your job, not how successful you are, but how many people in the office like you. <laughs> and depending on the way they like you, depends on how much you get paid. Wow. And if you if you did that every day, you'd be like, okay. Am I looking good today? Okay, yeah. am I... What am I saying? Change, yeah, it? you yeah. completely change yeah. your mindset. So for, you, for me and for people who I've talked to, it's about understanding that, but you've got to leave your work at work. Mm. And that's something you've got to really be conscious about. If not, yeah. you go down a spiral of where your likes and your followers really wow. make your identity. Mm. Wow. So for me, that was a big issue. And that's mm-hmm. something I'm really passionate about now. Wow, that's incredibly vulnerable. Thank you. Mm. Um, Wow. So, uh, so this course mm. that you were talking about that uh, uh, Kintsugi are piloting at the mm, moment. Yes. Uh, people might be very interested in finding out a bit more about mm. that. And also, I think you're, you're, are you still running pilots? Yeah, you're still, still looking running, for people. Yeah, we're looking for people and we're running pilots To right pilot yeah. it, to essentially get young people talking about their mental yeah. health. So if people are interested in that, how do they find out more? Is it possible for them to do that? Yes, of pilot? course. And we're looking for pilots across the country. If you've got a youth group, then perfect. Um, you just go to our website, kintsugihope.com, and we can get you sorted. There's contact details there, and we'll find you. Basically, we'll find you, we'll hunt you down, and you can do a pilot. That's <laughs> a basically, yeah, a bit aggressive, but you wouldn't know. And just um, because people don't know, mm. uh, people might have heard our interview with Patrick Regan in the past, uh, but Kintsugi, yeah. not Kintsugi. Not Kintsugi, Kintsugi. And if I'm saying it wrong again, we apologise. We keep going back and forth. Somebody's gone and actually Someone's gone to Japan, and they've told us Japan. the right way, so I think we've got it right now. Uh, what, is it, what does it mean? What, what is the idea yes. of the metaphor? So it is a Japanese word that when pots break, in Japan um, instead of throwing them away like we would they glue them back together with gold glue they look more unique and more beautiful than before they were broken mm. okay. and it's about going there's beauty in your scars mm. there's beauty in your brokenness mm. and just because you're broken can't, doesn't mean mm. you can't succeed mm. and it's about helping people realise okay you've gone through that stuff okay mm. you are struggling mm. but there's beauty in that because that's who makes you who you are amazing mm. can, I, can I ask you a bit more about the influencer role Go I'm ahead. really fascinated by Go that because I think there's going to be youth workers and volunteers listening to this who have young people that they are serving and working mm. among who have that equal heart mm. of you and because it is a new it's a new thing like people mm. have always been influencers in culture mm. but this is a new phenomenon in a way the size of it mm. so would you say that you felt God call you to be an influencer was that more just actually I'm a natural extrovert I've got stuff I want to say so that's a natural fit for me like can you just talk us through I, that, that process so I would say it was a mixture of both I would say and I think my intention at the start was okay let's do this for God but that intention very quickly changes when you realise what gets views and what doesn't get views. Wow. So I think 
that was something what the past few years has been readjusted in my life is, Joel, who is your Instagram for? Wow, so you were saying that yeah. there'd be certain things that you would talk about and want mm. to kind of lean into that you were automatically was much more interesting mm. for people than other things. And, yeah. so, and so would you say that stuff around faith, whenever you wanted to kind of share about faith, that was less, that was tougher? Mm. That was Yeah, so definitely, I think for me... I'm being a bit, of, no, being a bit simple, sorry. No, no, go ahead. So um, when I do faith stuff, it'd be dope. I'd be like, okay, cool. I do that once a year and all the Christians would like Yeah, all the Christians would yeah. love it. Woo, go Joel, you're amazing. <laughs> yeah. But no one else but would, no one else would care. So it was, for me, it was like, oh, okay. If I play with my brother in the garden and I chuck eggs at him, that gets views. But if, wow. I, if I talk about God, that's not going to get as many views. Wow. wow. So what does that do? Because you're still a teenager, mm. uh, especially as you're going through this and you are trying to figure out, uh, you know, just this whole idea of faith. Mm. That you, maybe you've, you've grown up, haven't you, in a Christian yes. home. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you're still figuring out what it means to, mm. to live that out as your, as your own mm. owned faith. So what does that do when you're thinking, God, why are you not, why, why is it when yeah. I talk about you, I get less recognition? Like, do you start to, did that mm. start to actually become a faith struggle for you? And it did for a time. And for me right now, that's something I'm really in. Um, right now, I felt God called, okay, Joel, your social media is mine. Mm. Wow. I'm like, oh my goodness, you're like, such a radical. I'm like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> no, that's not happening, God. And honest. Yeah, uh, so... For five months, me and him went through a tug of war. Okay. Um, do you went for a tug of war yeah. with God? Who won? Who wow. won? Who okay. won? I tell you what, by the way, if he you won. did do that, that would get loads of views. That would get loads of views. <laughs> he, he won. And I'm not going to stay here and go, hey, look, now I've got a million followers. No. I've actually lost 70% of my likes. I've lost sense of my engagement. Wow. Because I've gone for God. So yeah. right now, I'm in, I'm in this season going, okay, God, I'm following you. I'm not sure where it's going. And I think... That's something I struggled with even in the past. I thought, okay, if I do God stuff, that means I'm going to get a million followers. Mm. That means people are going to come to know Christ. Whereas mm. actually, if I do God stuff, I'm going to plant seeds, but I'm not sure Gosh, if I'm going to see the trees. Gosh, how are you so wise so young? I, so I was just thinking that, I, that, that journey that you came to of... Because I think we can fudge mm. it. We can all say, well, I'll keep doing the throwing eggs at my brother because that's just fun. Like, yeah. God, God yeah. loves that. Can yeah. I just say, God mm. loves that. God was laughing mm. as well. Yeah. Um, well. I'll just keep doing that because after a while, that'll build up enough credibility. Yes. And, we, and we can mm. kind of convince that's, ourselves, can't You do moral licensing. We, we yeah. do. And, and actually, you've, you're incredibly brave, A, to once a year have chosen to do something about your faith. That's mm. probably more than many of us do, really, in a completely unchurched mm. environment. But to actually be bold enough to say... I'm going to do this differently. What's been the impact on your mental health of that? Can you can you talk a little bit oh, into course, that? How, how is that? Because even though you think that's probably the right thing to do, it doesn't mean automatically like, oh, great, yeah. Actually, mm. that, that can be a wrestling, can't it? A oh, pain. So, yeah, it's a massive wrestling because sort of readjusting my values and readjusting where my purpose is. So yeah. if my purpose is for good, then who am I actually using social media for? So I'd get less users and go, oh, I don't actually need to do that anymore, God. That's not, mm. you're not helping people. Mm. But then I'd like go on a night out or I'd be at the pub mm. and someone random would come up to me and go, oh, I watch your videos. Mm. I don't believe in God. don't believe in anything, but it's interesting. And then mm. just walks away. Mm. Like, oh, so I'm not getting many views, but... Wow. That God's the impact, in, yeah. Me, God's showing me, okay, Joel, there's actually something there. Wow. So for me, it's all been about, I think if you know anyone as youth leaders who are trying to do this, is make sure they know who their audience is. Make sure they know who their audience is looking towards. Like, mm. is when you're an influencer, you can be so caught up in numbers and people, but you need to make sure you're doing it for one person and not mm. everyone else. You need to make sure it's for God. And I think for me, my mental health is about me being, one, open and honest about it. Two, having people around me 
mm-hmm. who help me and support me yeah. and creating a space where I'm vulnerable and I'm transparent mm-hmm. in what I do. Mm-hmm. And I think, thirdly, even to have people on my social media who are going, okay, Joel, why did you post that? Okay, why did you mm-hmm. do that? Mm-hmm. Who was that for? And uh, people who've got your back. Yeah, who've got, got my back. People who I trust. Yeah, who yeah, I know. love you. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's the idea of um, it. And that's how I've come into this charity with Consuming Hope is going, okay, this generation, and this is something I was very fortunate, will break my heart to see, is our generation is so broken. Mm. When I used to do all this stuff, teenagers feel like they can talk to people online more than they can talk to people they know. And so many people message me going, hey, look, I'm broken, I'm depressed, mm. I'm self-harming, I'm suicidal, mm. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And my heart just broke. I'm like, okay, this generation's this, we're struggling. Mm-hmm. And that's what really led me to um, work with this charity and help with this I hope with Kintsugi because we've got we're, our generation I think is in an identity crisis we're not sure where we're building our foundations and that's what I'm trying to help with and I think that's what's incredible about this course it's looks at people in all different areas of their faith going mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. where's your foundation built mm-hmm. how are you dealing with this how are you dealing with anxiety how are you dealing with shame how are you dealing with anger how are you dealing with being honest and I think that's what is so important is having these conversations where you go, okay, for a minute, I'm going to readjust myself. I'm going to look back and figure out, okay, what is actually going on? Wow. You're extraordinary, Joel. It's just incredible to listen to you. And um, I know people will want to definitely get hold of what you're involved with. People love Patrick. We love you, Patrick, because you'll be listening. Um, and Patrick models this, doesn't he, as a mm, leader. Yeah. They're both in Kintsugi. But also, it's when I moved to Preston, mm. Patrick would regularly text me mm. and my husband, like, oh, I was thinking about you today. Mm. Like, you really, and I think that's just tremendous all through your organisation. Mm. You yeah. really model that kind of openness. Because there's a difference, isn't there, between vulnerability and phonability. Yeah. Like, where you pretend that we've got it all together. Yeah. We let people in a little bit, but mm. you're being genuinely real. Mm. Thank you so much. If you want to kind of get a bit more of you, I'm conscious that we've mm. talked about dismantling platforms and we're now about to say, but tell us your platform. Mm. But I think actually people might want to hear a bit more about your story mm. and, and connect with what you do yourself. How can people do that? Yeah, awesome. So um, my social media is Joel Harris UK. Um, and then Kintsugi's is Kintsugi Hope. Of course, everything, um, if you message either of those... Brilliant. We'll get you in. We'll get you into the right people yeah. and where you need to Brilliant. be. If that makes sense. And I guess if you've, uh, you know, the kind of the influence roles change a bit, so you're probably not getting loads of stuff sent to you to kind of model and brand. So Martin will give you his jumper now. <laughs> oh wow! He will give you his Mate. jumper, and you can have this jumper. <laughs> I'll t- tell you why that's not going to happen. <laughs> Because we're filming this, and, <laughs> and I'm wearing a very snug T-shirt. Is it, oh, is it one of those T-shirts like just just shows under there? It's not actually. A no, there t-shirt. is a T-shirt under there. That's a friend's thing. There is. No, <laughs> no, there is. Kind of there is a T-shirt under there, but it's very. You know, I'm as they say in friends, I'm still carrying an extra, a little extra holiday weight. There we go. So, we um, brought it back. We so brought it back. I've, um, if uh, you know, just uh, listening to you has been awesome yes, I think it's been one of the, one of the most yes. interesting interviews done. we've done in a long time yeah. um, and uh, and it seems to me like it's sort of like a retelling of the um, the rich young ruler story in the bible you know mm. this idea of what, what would it take for a rich man to enter mm. the, the mm. kingdom of heaven and it seems like you had that moment mm. where you stood before Jesus and said uh, here's my all my followers here's all my engagement here's all my likes and you ended up having to sacrifice you, know, you said 70% mm. yeah like yeah. that's a that's that's that must have been harsh that yeah, must no, have so, been a, um, but 20, absolutely worth yeah, it yeah in 2018 i got 100,000 likes altogether wow in 2019 i got 30,000 likes 
So it, it, it was very so easy. Even if you're rubbish at maths. It's very, it's very clear. That like, was it's very, very clear. spot on. But wow. Yeah. But, but I mean, all, all power to you for doing that. All power to you. Yeah. Wow. Rachel That's dreams incredible. of that sort of engagement. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll do a therapy session later oh then. wow interesting so uh, thank you for coming oh, on thank, thank you for getting up at like you. what five Damn, and thank you for texting Martin around about that sort of time yeah, well. of course keep you right away keep you and uh, well this, this this has been the Youthscape podcast it's been lovely to uh, have you with us if you've been watching in mm. uh, 4DX then it was lovely uh, to imagine imagine watching the Youthscape podcast in 40x. What, what, I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you not know it's what 40x is? To me. Oh, wow. well, like it, it shoots water at you. Oh, I see, I see the chairs move. Okay, and no, the I'm chairs move that. and stuff like that. Let's 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 abandon that. that. Uh, but but thank you for listening, uh, and uh, we will be back very soon with another mm. edition of the Youthscape podcast. See you soon. See ya.